Hi, hi, hi. Welcome back. Get the gas bag podcast. I make it. I talk. Stuff happens. What's up? How are you doing? Um, welcome to a new episode, which I decided to record all of 30 seconds ago. I just finished my dinner and was like, what am I going to do with my evening? And I've got that talky energy where I was like, I call one of my friends and talk to them. But I'm more in one of those energies where I'm just going to talk and I don't need anyone interrupting. <laughs> so those are the times where I usually call my mother. Because no one is better at going, "Uh uh-huh, yeah, than my (laughs) mum. And putting up with my my random, hi, mum, if you're listening. She did tell me once that she listens sometimes. But um, she'll forget that I'm not talking to her on the phone and she'll say, "Uh uh-huh, to a podcast. It just brings me so much joy. How is everyone doing? I hope you are having a good October. What the hell? It's October. I know. I... I I have this rule every year. I try to like start my Christmas shopping early and usually my kickoff date is the 1st of October. I can tell you the month is nearly half over. I haven't started. Have not started Christmas shopping because I would need to finish birthday shopping first. I have too many people in my life with birthdays. Such a curse having friends. <laughs> Hi friends. Uh, um, so yeah, I got too excited about like birthday shopping and forgot about the whole Christmas shopping thing. And then, um, yeah, plus this year is a tough year. So I want to be careful about Christmas shopping because not everyone can afford that shit this year. It's the point where I think I was talking to my mum and she said like, maybe this year we don't do presents. To be fair, I think we've said that every year for the past five years and that, you know what we did? We did presents because we can't fucking control ourselves. So something along those lines is probably going to happen. Maybe this year it'll just be gift cards. Gift cards are fun. I do like, ooh, what's, okay, what's your gift card of choice? Whenever, like, because I'm always interested in, like, I think it says a lot about you. If someone's going to get you a gift card and they're going to get it to the place that you want the gift card for, where would they get it for? Um, ignoring the fact that gift cards are a total scam sometimes and you usually end up having leftover money on it that the store just gets to keep. But for me, I'm still a bit of a hoe for a Priceline Mecca gift card and it's because I don't feel like I can spend money there because I feel bad because I don't need the stuff I spend money on when I go and spend money at Mecca or at Priceline. Because I... mm, I'm a hoe bag for some fancy skincare that I don't need. And I say, and I'm saying this even though I'm currently at the moment, I'm trying to pare back my skincare routine because my face exploded. Like I have adult onset acne. It sucks. I didn't have pimples until I was 25. And then my skin went, you know what? This is a life experience you've missed out on. Boom, adult onset acne. And good news is that it's not going to go away in 10 years like teenage acne. You're going to have this forever. Congratulations. So... Yeah, like I'm used to having to deal with a little bit of adult onset acne. That's fine. What I'm not used to is having like massive amounts of cystic acne all over my chin. That's not cool. Also on my cheeks, which is where I never get acne. Most of mine's like hormonal. They reckon, by the way, if you get um, acne on your chin, it's hormonal. If it's on your cheeks, it's... What is it? I can't remember what it is if it's on your cheeks. But if it's on your forehead, it's stress apparently. Oh, and if you get acne on your back or your neck, you need to rinse your shampoo and conditioner more thoroughly and wash your hair before you wash your body. Ta-da! 
Because that's what it is. It's just leftover soap and shit from your shampoo and conditioner that hasn't rinsed off properly, causing block pores. Dermatologist. Dermatologist on TikTok. I learned so much on TikTok. What else did I learn this week? Oh, yeah, back to the skincare thing. So, yeah, so I love doing the skincare thing, but I go too far overboard because I really don't need, like, 11 steps in a skincare routine. So I'm trying to pare it down to just do, like, wash my face, take any makeup off, in the morning use a vitamin C, in the nighttime use a retinol, and then moisturizer and SPF during the day. That's all I should really have to do. And I think that's what I'm going to have to go back to and just be more basic because I just I keep trying new skincare. And I'm one of those people that they're like, ooh, so when you get this new skincare product, you want to do one at a time and you want to patch test it for three weeks. And I'm like, I'm sorry, have you met me? I have the patience of a toddler in an ice cream store. I want to do it now. And I don't care the consequences until later because uh, one of my friends, hi, uh, he's definitely listening, I think, uh, used to refer to this as past Mandy being a bitch and ruining everything for future Mandy. And you know what? He's right and remains right to this day. I make terrible decisions knowing full well the consequences will bite me in the ass later. And then I get like so offended. <laughs> I'll be like past Mandy ruined the fucking party again. See so, ya. Yeah. So maybe this year if I get like a, I can tell you right now, if I get a mecha voucher this year, I'm just going to buy Sol de Janeiro products because I get, oh, it's the smell. I don't even care if it's good for my skin. Is that terrible? Do you ever have, ever have like, I don't know, candles, soaps, moisturizers, all that stuff where you're like, I don't even care if this is good for me because it smells so freaking good. In fact, it might actively be bad for me, but it smells nice, you know? <laughs> And it's so stupid expensive. The, the the Sol de Janeiro body moisturizers and like the, the body wash and all that stuff. I think from memory, I think like a full-size tub of the moisturizer is like $60. And I've bought it more than once, like an embarrassing number of times. I've also, I used to buy the body wash as well when it was $38 a bottle and now it's even more expensive. I stopped buying the body wash. I was like, I can't, it's, I'm just washing it down the drain. It's just soap. What am I doing? So I stopped buying that, but it, it's the smell of the stuff. I could just, I'm a sucker for something that smells good. When I was a kid, when I was a kid, I picked up the, um, you know, like your parents go shopping and you like help them put the groceries away. So I was doing that one time and mum had me put the stuff away in the laundry. She bought like the big box of laundry powder, the, what else? Oh, rock salt. Mum, mum, to this day, I think she still throws some rock salt in the wash with anything with grease on it because it removes grease. Life hack. Um, and what she'd also buy it was those little rubbery plastic pouches of fluffy. It was like concentrated fabric softener. And it was meant to refill your big bottle of fabric softener. Those little pouches were like so squishy kind of almost like a fidget and they smelt amazing. And there was one she used to buy called like apple blossom. And I would just stand in the laundry sniffing it like with it to my face, just going, oh, yeah, that's good. And she'd be like, are you okay there? And I'm just like, I love it so much. Can I, can you just buy one for me? She's like, it's fabric softener, Mandy. And I'm like, but it smells so good. It's <laughs> like all the things I buy you to entertain you and you want fucking fabric softener. Why are you such a weirdo? <laughs> 
And then, as I often do whenever my mother points out something that's weird about me, I just remind her I'm very much her child. And I don't, it, like, I didn't happen in a vacuum, Mum, you're weird too. God, yeah, that was a blast from the past. I haven't thought about that for a while. You know, it's weird. I don't even use fabric softener because apparently it just fills your clothes with, um, is it microplastics? Something like that. Like, basically, it just, it adds a coating to your clothing and to anything like those, uh, as much as I love those videos of people like restocking their laundries with the fabric softener beads and all that stuff, it's really just co putting like a conditioner coating in your clothing and it doesn't really prolong the life of them or deodorize them. It's just kind of like slapping wax on them and hoping that, <laughs> yeah, apparently not good for your clothes. Uh, so what I do instead I was watching this thing about um, what to use instead of like fabric softener and vinegar, distilled vinegar. So I have a bottle of like half vinegar, half water, and I add that instead of fabric softener and it deodorizes, disinfects and softens your clothes. Bloody triple win. Does it smell as nice as like fabric softener? No. But, you know, I'll, I figure what I'll do is I'll just spend a bit of money on Sol de Janeiro moisturizer and uh, use vinegar in the washing not washing machine. That's my trade-off. <laughs> Is it a fair trade-off? No, because I'm maybe saving three bucks on fabric softener and then spending $38 on a well, $40, $50 on a moisturizer. Bad Mandy. This, by the way, this is not sponsored by Sol de Janeiro. They just need to send me shit for free. Hi, people from Sol de Janeiro who are definitely not listening to this. I want your shit and I want it for free. Also, I would like a lot of the body sprays that you make that now smell like the moisturizer because I have two of them, but I want the third one that smells like coconut. <sighs> Stop making things that are like crack for my brain. Yummy, smelly things that are like crack for my brain. Oh, I was, I went to Zing tonight, you know, the pop culture store. They have a candle for Nightmare Before Christmas. Um, one of those stupid expensive has some crystals in it and a, like a pin candle that's like meant to be Nightmare Before Christmas themed. I never really understood because like once you burn it, that's it. You get a couple of little rocks and a, a pin to show for it. I don't think it's worth it. And I think the candles are like 50 bucks, but the smell of it, the scent was burnt caramel. <sighs> And it said pumpkin spice, but pumpkin spice is just cinnamon and nutmeg. I know, because if it smelled like pumpkin, I would have thrown up. I hate pumpkin. Can't stand the smell of it. it makes me nauseous. But pumpkin spice, I'm fine, because it's really just cinnamon and nutmeg. And maybe a bit of clove. So, like, burnt caramel with cinnamon and nutmeg? Get it in my nostrils. Are you kidding me? I love smells and, like, sweet and smell like you could eat them. You know what I mean? Mm. Total sucker for that stuff. Anyway, um... So yeah, vinegar is a fabric softener because it just is better than using um, actual fabric softener. Also, I was telling a friend about this earlier this week and I didn't realize, I think I assume more people know stuff about this shit. Um, she was talking to me about buying cleaning products and saying like, I've got to buy like spray and wipe and glass cleaner. And I'm like, no, 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 you don't. You don't need to buy surface sprays or glass cleaner. <laughs> She's like, I need like bath, like stuff to clean my shower. I'm like, no, you don't. And she's like, yeah, I've got to, like, I need to buy stuff to clean the house. And I'm like, it's all the same shit. Like, every, a lot of people have, or go and buy, like, bottles of spray stuff to clean things, not realizing you can make it yourself and it's more effective. And in fact, that's what most cleaning companies do. They don't go and buy thousands of bottles of, like, 
name brand spray and wipe disinfectants and all that stuff, you know, like all it is, is detergents, water, and usually vinegar or a deodorizer. The best concentrated detergent you can buy on the market that I'm aware of is, uh, unless you're going for like a private company, um, would be Morning Fresh. The concentrated little bottles of Morning Fresh, get unscented, get lemon, doesn't fucking matter what's what it smells like. About a tablespoon and a half of that. About a cup of water and about a cup of, um, oh, no, probably maybe like half a cup or two-thirds of a cup of vinegar. Shake it up in a bottle. You have the best streak-free disinfectant detergent spray cleaner for absolutely anything that you want to clean. That and a microfiber cloth will do your whole fucking house. And I wish, I'm not kidding. Like, you can use it to clean everything. You can put it in your freaking mop thing and clean your floors with it. Um, it will do mirrors and glass. You can do your window glass and showers with it and it's not going to stink or give you like chemical headaches. You know, I just, yeah, I, I bought a couple of those. I think they're on Amazon, but they're like continuous spray bottles. They're basically like, um, have a bit of a pressurizer in them. So you, you screw them, uh, the lids on and then you just spray it once and it sprays out like a big long spray stream for a while. I have two of those. Uh, one in the bathroom and one in my kitchen, and they both have the exact same shit in it. It's just morning fresh vinegar and water. I use it for everything. Works body. Work. I use it to clean my stove, like my grease covered stove. I just spray um, a decent layer of that stuff over the stove and then leave it for a minute or so, come back and wipe it all off with paper towels. And it's like a stainless steel stove, and it, you know, comes up streak free every time, gets the grease off, cuts right through it. Yeah, I don't get what, yeah. I don't realize, I, I didn't realize a lot of people don't know that. That like all of your, yeah, all those bottles of spray cleanery stuff you buy, you don't need them. They're a waste of money. You can make that shit yourself. I, I think it cost me, what, a bottle of Morning Fresh, one of the concentrated bottles I bought on special from, I think it was Coles for like two bucks fifty because you got two bottles for five. So it was two bucks fifty a bottle to use like, what, a tablespoon and a half. And then I buy the big jugs of distilled vinegar, but the home brand stuff from like Woolies. And yeah, I can tell you I've been doing this for a couple of years and I'm still not at the bottom of either of those bottles. So yeah, there you go. I didn't know when this podcast turned into household cleaning tips, but there you go. Well, anyway, I haven't talked about what's been up. So I think last time I did a podcast, I talked about how my car fucking died. Um, I was driving a whiteness and X trail uh, by car, sayonara car, it got taken away on a truck, um, some, I think early last week, it got hauled away on the back of a truck, and as much as that car, I did not expect to get as upset, not upset, but I was a little bit emotional, it was watching it drive away, I was like, oh, okay, my heart, ow, oh, I liked that car, <laughs> Because it's all the memories that you have in it, you know? Like, you know, I've I've driven my niece around in it and been on holidays in it and I've had my friends piled into it and I'm just like, oh, I had some good memories in this car. Um, so it was kind of sad to see it go. Um, but yes, my, my old car is gone. My parents um, and I sort of talked a bit about Basically, yeah, what it comes down to is I ended up borrowing my grandmother's car because she doesn't drive much anymore, but she has a car. It's a little 2002 Kia and it's gold. 
Keep in mind, 2002 means it's a 20-year-old car. Like, it still has um, <laughs> wind-up and wind-down windows. Uh, there's air conditioning, but it doesn't really work very well. And there's a stereo that doesn't have any volume control. So whatever volume it's sitting at is what you're stuck with forever. And, um, <laughs> like, it, 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 it's, it does the job. It definitely does the job. It got me from A to B and I was very grateful to be able to borrow it in the interim. Um, but I definitely was excited to get a car that wasn't that because I couldn't get it above 40 Ks an hour on a hill, <laughs> which is a problem when the speed limit is 60 and there are angry motorists behind you and they're Mitsubishi Tritons honking up a storm. And I'm just driving next to the gutter being like, go around, go around me. <laughs> Don't look at me. <laughs> oh, God, I would get home with like a red face feeling so ashamed and embarrassed. Because <laughs> I live on, on top of a hill and I have to drive up a pretty steep hill to get home all the time. <laughs> There's just no avoiding hills around here. So, yeah, that was a bit sad. Um, but that was okay because it kind of kicked me in the butt and made me be like, I really need to just go and get a car. I've got to. I didn't want to do it. I was like so stressed about it. Because it's such a grown-up thing to do, is to go shop for a car. And, like, I I don't know if I've ever talked about this before. I've never bought a car in person in my life. My very first car, uh, my father found it at a used car lot near where he and my mum live. He called me, told me about the car, and he said he'd had a look over it, had a drive of it, and he liked it. He said it's a good little car. If you're looking for a car, this is a good one. And I said, how much is it? And he told me how much. And I was like, I can get hold of the money. Will you buy the car for me? And he was like, yep, I can set it up for you. So, yeah, because it was like a, a little old bomb. Basically, my very first car was a Hyundai Excel. It was a maroon one. Um, 1998. <laughs> Two-door, Hyundai Excel, no air conditioning. The seatbelt was basically coming apart. Like, yeah. <laughs> It got me from A to B and that car, God love it. I, I couldn't kill it. And I was terrible at looking after that car. And if I couldn't kill it, no one could. So I never actually bought that car in person. My dad found it. I sent the money through and he signed everything for me. And that was it. I owned the car. My second car, the X-Trail, because that is the X-Trail was my second car ever. I didn't get my license until I was 25, but that's a whole other story. Um, so the X-Trail was given to me by my mother because my mother uh, works a job that requires her to have vehicles. Um, so she had bought a vehicle for this job and then at the end of a certain contract period needed to replace the car because you can't have them for, for too long. You need to keep the cars current. Think like taxis, but it's not a taxi thing. So she went to trade the car in, but the amount of kilometers on it was so high that they said it was only worth like $1,000, <laughs> despite only being five years old. And that's when she said, like, look, it's, it's, it's got so many Ks on it, but it's better than your car. Do you want it? And I was like, yes, I do. <laughs> Does it have air conditioning? She's like, yeah, it has air conditioning. And I was like, sold. Because when I tell you I had literally blistered myself on the steering wheel of that Excel in the summer, trying to drive it when it had been in the sun, <sighs> a little red car, dark interior, no tinting on the windows and no air conditioning. Also only two windows that wind up or down, no way to get cross breeze through the car because it was only a two door car. 
it was a little hot box that tried to kill me. So having a car with air conditioning was like a godsend. Um, so I pretty much just, I think I paid the transfer fee on the rego and that was it. Like the car was mine and I didn't really have to pay for it or go out and buy it. So the prospect of having to go and do the adult thing of like going to a car yard and having a discussion with someone who works at a dealership in an official capacity. I know that many people do that, but that was just, I, in my very intimidating, very scary. I I'd had this horrible idea that I was just going to get hornswoggled into buying this terrible fucking car. Cause I wouldn't know how to say no, you know, like I felt like I was going to be at the mercy of a salesman who duped me. <laughs> um, but yeah, so anyway, I was scared of it, but after driving, the, I, I, you have to go around me. I can't go faster than 40 Ks up this hill. I'm so sorry. After that, I was like, I have to bite the bullet. I need another car. So I was doing, I think I was talking to my parents about it, talking to some friends about it, had an idea. I wanted to test drive a new car of a certain make that's fairly cheap. Like they're new cars, but they're probably the cheapest in terms of newer cars right now, given, given that New cars are freaking impossible to get your hands on. Um, and sec- the used car market has become the new car market. Um, they still had some models of this car. So I went to a dealership that specifically traded these cars, like a new car dealership, and went, I want to test drive this car. And they're like, yep. Also, by the way, I'd never done a test drive in a car. The fact that they were just like, yeah, give us your license. Now here's a machine worth $20,000. Bring it back when you're done. Is that... Does that not spin anyone else out? I feel like I'm, you're all just like, yeah, Mandy, that's how it works. But you don't, what? <laughs> I feel like that's a what feels illegal but isn't. It feels illegal to drive off a car lot with a car and just they, they just give it to you. They're like, yeah, bring it back. I'm like, what? Or you'll take my license away? Oh, no. I, <laughs> I'll stop harping on this, I promise. Uh, anyway, drove the car had to get my head around the the strangeness of just driving off a a car lot, but I drove it. And then I had this thought in my head. I'm like, they didn't tell me how long I had. Are they supposed to give you a time limit? What if I just didn't come back the place I got there at um, 10 30. I had talked with the guy there for about half an hour. um, sort of deciding which one I wanted to test drive because there were a couple. And then, yeah, like they told me the place shuts at one. But that wasn't, I was like, what time do you guys close today? He's like, oh, one o'clock. And I was like, oh, okay. Thinking like I'm on, I'm on limited time here. By the time I took the car out, it was 11. I'm like, do what, can I just take the car for as long? Like, what if I didn't bring it back by the end of business? What would they do? <laughs> I, don't, I really don't know. One of you will have to tell me. Cause I, I, it was that one of those things where I'm like, I don't want to ask that question because as if they're going to hand me the keys, if I'll be like, what would happen hypothetically, if I simply didn't return the car, <laughs> would you just assume I'll bring it back tomorrow? Um, anyway, <laughs> so I drove the car like around the block and that was all I needed to be like, I don't like this car. Uh, not because of the way it drove, it drove beautifully. It was just weird shaped. Um, I am a, I'm a, I sit tall in a seat. I have a long torso. I'm a big girl with like long, longish. No, no, it's not that my legs are long. It's my torso is long. So I sit really tall in any seat I sit in. It's weird. Anyway, I felt like claustrophobic in this car and the windows and the columns and everything was put in such a weird way that the visibility when you were sitting in the car was like non-existent. 
you couldn't see where you were going properly. Like if, if someone was coming around a roundabout, you couldn't see the car coming. Uh, if you were trying to do a shoulder check, you couldn't because the column in the middle of the car blocked the shoulder view. And like there was no, the mirrors were terrible and small and you couldn't adjust them. I was like, this is bad. So I um, brought the car back and he was like, how do you go? And I'm like, not for me. He's like, nah. And I'm like, nah, it's just not comfortable to drive. He's like, yeah, they're pretty small. They're very compact. He's like, well, that other one there isn't a compact car. He said, but they're on six month back order. So unless you're willing to wait that long. And I was like, yeah, I probably need something sooner. And he's like, yeah. Yeah, that's kind of how everyone's going at the moment. But no worries, have a look around. Um, I'm in here if you need me, because he had other customers to deal with. He had people that actually wanted to buy cars. So I was just like, yep, thanks, mate. Gave the key back, got my license back. Thinking to myself, okay, well, I took a big step today. I test drove a car and I decided it wasn't for me and I made a decision. And this isn't as intimidating as I thought. I've done quite well for myself. And I thought, all right, what time is it? It's like 12. By the time I'd sort of chat to him... Uh, I'd had like a water, uh, yeah, and come back and everything. It was like 12-ish. I'm just like, all right, I should probably go out and find some lunch. So I headed out to the parking, you know, the, the car lot again. And I started walking through the, the car yard, um, going back to my, my grand's car. And I walked past, um, well, I didn't realize this place has used cars and is a dealership for some of the newer cars. I noticed like a Mazda badge on one of the cars in the car yard. And I'm like, oh, they have other cars here too. And then I noticed like, oh yeah, they've got like signs on the inside of them that tell you how much they're worth and their specs and everything. So I'm just having a quiet wander around looking at all of those thinking like, God, used cars are so expensive these days. What the hell? Like that car's five years old, but they want 40,000 for it. What the fuck? And then I walked past this car and I was like, oh, that's a pretty car. God, what's that worth? Like 35000 or something. It's very fancy looking. And I looked in the window thing and it was like not anywhere near that deer. And I was like, huh, it's actually kind of in my budget range. I'll just, I'll just open the door and have a quick look. Now, at this point, I had called. <laughs> I uh, pulled my phone out and I called my mum and dad, who I had been calling all day just for like moral support <laughs> on and off just to like, be like, okay, I'm going to do this. Cause I talked to them about the car. I wanted to test drive and everything. And then I let them, I called them before and said, okay, I'm going to test drive it. I called them after, let them know that it wasn't the one for me. And then I spotted this one, called them back straight away and was like, Hey, I've just seen this car in the yard. It's a good car. And it like, it looks very fancy and the price is lower than what I've expected it to be. So I'm wondering what's wrong with it. And I read out the spec sheet to them and they're like, that sounds good. I'm like, yeah, right. It's not just me. I'm just sort of using it as a sounding board. Like, yeah, this, it's not just me. This is good, isn't it? Like the K's are low. It's an older car, but it's very, like it's in immaculate condition. Um, I said, let me just go quickly check if like, I'll go have a sit in it and just sort of see. And I opened the door and I sat in the car and while on the phone to my mum, I was like, oh, oh, this is nice. <laughs> And she's like, is it? I'm like, oh, this is lovely. Oh my goodness. And I'm like looking it around in the car and just like adjusting everything and looking at everything going like, ooh, ooh, this is fancy. Oh my God. This is so fancy. I feel like it's almost too good for me. And yeah, basically mum and dad were just like, that's, it's a good deal. That's a good deal for that car. Um, yeah. I mean, it's up to you. If you like it, go and ask about it. And I was like, I, they don't close for another hour. I think I will ask about it. <laughs> and I got out of the car and I stood awkwardly near it. Cause I saw like the sales guy 
walking around. I'm just staying there kind of like with that look on my face, like, hmm. And he walked over and went, how's it going? Because he was a different guy. He was the guy that um, does the used car sales. I'm like, yeah, yeah, good. What can what can you tell me about this this one here? And he said, like, oh, we have we got it in very recently. It's a good one. Um, surprisingly low case for the age. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's in pretty good nick, isn't it? He's like, you like this one, huh? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I I, I think it's good. He's like, do you want to have a chat to our our lady and you know they had like a person in there that was talking about finance and just see what your options are. And basically, um. 45 minutes later, I walked out having put down a deposit. So my, (laughs) I just, I kind of fell in love with it and I knew I was in trouble because I think I said to my mum over the phone, I'm like, oh no, I'm in trouble. And mum, mum was laughing and just saying like, you like it, huh? And I'm like, oh, this is so nice. She's like, Mandy's gone. That's it. That's the end. She's found it. And I didn't, yeah, I remember someone telling me, I can't remember who it was, but someone said, if you sit in a car and it's not love at first sight, don't buy it because you won't like, if you don't love it immediately, you're not going to end up falling in love with it. And it was just dead set love in first, love at first sight. When I sat in this car, I'm just like, oh, this is my car. Oh, it's too, but I still, as nice as it is, I feel like it's too good for me. Like I'm going to, I feel like this is a safe, I love my podcast, man. Cause like, I don't have to look anyone in the face that I can, I'm looking for judgment or anything. I feel like I can tell you guys the embarrassing, silly things I think. And that's kind of why I love this. So here we go. I love that car so much. I'm concerned about how, <laughs> how much I love it. I didn't understand car people. I understand car people now when they're just like, I love this machine this inanimate object so much. I'm going to spend $40 on a car cover for it because I don't like it getting dust and dirt and leaves on it. I <laughs> I bought cheap floor mats just to protect the, the carpets, but I'm not going to use them permanently. The cheap floor mats are simply until I can find floor mats that I like enough to go in this car. Like these are my stopgap mats, mats until I find really nice ones for it. <laughs> I bought tonight, I bought like a tele- telescopic arm extended window and glass cleaner. Cause the car has a sunroof. And I was like, I need to be able to reach the sunroof to polish it. Cause I want it to be clean all the time. So I bought like a tele- telescopic extending arm glass cleaner to use on the windows and the sunroof. So I can reach it and clean it frequently. I, I'm probably taking it through the car wash tomorrow. Is it filthy? No, but, but my old car was white and this one is very dark colored, which means every speck of dust and dirt shows up on it. And I don't like it looking dirty. So I'm probably, (laughs) I think I once went three and a half months without washing that, that X trail. This car's going to get washed and cleaned so much more often. I've all, oh my God, I've already looked up how to like clean the headlights because the, the headlights have a teeny bit of yellowing to them. I'm going to clean that. These things are going to fucking sparkle. I cannot believe I am like, it's almost like I feel like I'm not worthy of this. I sit in this car and it feels like I'm driving someone else's car, someone's much fancier car. And I get way too excited that it's mine and that it, and you think like, it's just a car, Mandy, Jesus. But you don't understand my old car didn't have it working. Like the stereo worked, but the, it had no screen. So I had to memorize button sequences to program it. 
And look, I got really good at it. It was like knowing all the moves in a PlayStation controller to get your character to do an ultimate move, you know. I could do that with my stereo. Um, the airbag light was on with tape over it all the time. Um, <laughs> you couldn't turn the fan and the air conditioning on full setting or it would rattle at you. Uh, God, yeah, like... I love the X-Trail, I love that car, but this one is just so fancy that even though I'm paying for it, I still don't feel like I deserve it. <laughs> it feels like an elaborate expenditure when comparatively, like, it's about as cheap as I could have gotten a decent second-hand car on the market for. What's going to, oh my God, do you, what, I don't even know what's going to happen with, like, new cars because we're still, there's still massive delays on getting new cars. What's the deal there? Do you think people are just going to stop buying new cars and it'll just be like recycle old cars over and over again? How much, and if like used cars are so expensive now, how much more expensive are new cars going to be? Because like right now you're paying like, you know, brand new car rates for used cars because there's just no new cars available. Does that mean new cars are going to be on the market for like 85,000 baseline or something? Who knows? Anyway, this is welcome to the, the cars podcast. Apparently I'm a car podcast now. That's all I talk about. Anyway, what else has been happening? Think, Mandy, think. I bought Lego. I caved and I became a Lego adult. I have a Lego succulent set. I'm devastated to report. I love it and I want more. <laughs> I want that Van Gogh Starry Night one. But I can, oh, it's so much money. It's so much money for what is functionally a piece of plastic. I'm like, I can't, I can't justify that amount of money, especially considering I now have to pay for a car. So I probably won't get it for myself. Maybe that's what I should ask for for Christmas. Like, just give me like vouchers to buy Lego with. <gasps> that would actually be the best present ever. And it's, it's not even like the having it. it, although it does look beautiful on my shelf. I will say my little Lego succulents are adorable, but it's so fun to sit and put together. It's made me want to go, like, go and buy jigsaw puzzles again and be like, oh, I, love, I used to love like just sitting and putting together a puzzle. I want to do that some more. <laughs> Maybe I'll become a jigsaw bitch. I can't think of anything else to talk about because I literally don't think there's anything else going on in my life right now. It's, it's a weird... It's, yeah, it's been a weird kind of brain hazy few weeks, probably because um, I didn't expect for my old car to break down and there's been a lot of stress and, and worry associated with getting another car, but also just all the, the process stuff you have to do, like, because it wasn't just getting a new car, it was the whole, like, I need to transfer registration, I need to cancel my old registration. I need to take everything out of the old car. I need to take off the number plates of the old car and then clean them because they're covered in bugs and mosquitoes. Um, by the way, the woman at the Department of Transport was like, "Thank, did you clean them? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I scrubbed them in the sink because there were dead bugs all over them. She's like, oh, thank you. I cannot tell you how many people have brought us number plates with like roadkill guts on them and just smothered in bugs or covered in dirt and mud. And I'm like, Really? She's like, yeah. I'm like, I'm literally bringing it to an office. Why would I bring in something? She's like, oh, I don't know. People are gross. <laughs> so that, yeah, there you go. If you're going to surrender number plates, have the decency to hose them off first. I actually brought mine in and washed them in the sink with like detergent and stuff because I'm a nerd. <laughs> um, but yeah, like I had to do that. I had to 
call around and organize. Like, yeah, there was just a lot of fussing around to get everything sorted and, uh, like, yeah, organize insurance for the new car and get paperwork through and get pay slips for proof. And it was just like a whole thing. So I think a lot of that's occupied my brain space because I was worried about forgetting to do something or missing a step because it's something I've never gone through before. So now that's off my plate, I have a lot less stress. Um, and I'm just kind of into, there is some, I will say, uh, without giving details, there is some very important work things coming up for me in the next few weeks, which may take me out of commission in terms of like TikToking, podcasting. Um, I have a lot that's going to be on my plate in the later half of October, beginning of November. And then after that, who knows, things may calm down, but, um, I may, I may still be able to record, but I'm just giving you guys a heads up. If I disappear for a bit, that's why, uh, I'm just busy with life stuff. Who isn't? So I guess if I don't talk to you before, then I hope you guys are all doing well. Remember, this is like the beginning of the silly season, even though it's not, it's not Christmas yet, but we're on the downhill slope. And I think you know that because I think (laughs) the second the Christmas decorations start coming out on the shelves, we know it's coming. So whatever ways you can try and reduce stress, try to remember to look after yourself. That's the whole, put your oxygen mask on first before taking care of the people around you. Um, and know that if you've made steps to reduce stress or reduce additional load in your life, that I am proud of you. Cause that's not an easy thing to do. And it's very brave of you to make those steps and do something good for yourself. So if no one in your life has said it already, I am proud of you for that. Uh, and with that, I think I might wrap up. Oh, 37 minutes. Well done. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Hope you're all doing well and, uh, I will see you next time.